and welcome to the second episode of Gabby's Travels, a travel podcast. Today we discuss a lovely tourist trap and super shopping center that I've visited twice, the American Dream Mall. American Dream is located in East Rutherford, New Jersey, close to New York City. If you've heard of the American Dream Mall in the news, it may have been because of its financial problems. Or maybe you've researched the impressive list of attractions and stores that call the American Dream Mall home. Like the Nickelodeon Universe Indoor Theme Park, the DreamWorks Water Park, an ice rink, an aquarium, too many golf courses, and an indoor ski slope. American Dream boasts so many attraction stores and restaurants that somehow the worst part might be the mall aspect. However, there are at least two significant shops. Across from the theme parks, there's a three-story Itch Sugar candy store, complete with an Oreo-themed cafe on the top floor. And the new Comeback Toys R Us As I mentioned, store. I've had the privilege of visiting American Dream twice. I went in July of 2021 and August of 2022. And a lot changed in between that time. A lot of things were added. Especially stores. There's a whole new section of higher-end shopping, including Saks Fifth Avenue, that wasn't there last time I was there. And, of course, the giant Ferris wheel on the roof. Kind of a big change. But let's start at the beginning. When I went to American Dream for the first time, it was a little birthday trip. And it was July, of course. I can't say how I first heard of American Dream, but it was on my mind for a long time before I actually got the chance to head out there. I visited Nickelodeon Universe in 2021, which is the largest indoor theme park in the Western Hemisphere. It's themed around the Nickelodeon brand, of course, and got a lot of shows, mostly modern ones. You know, you got SpongeBob, there's some Paw Patrol and Dora for the kids today, but also some throwbacks that aren't really throwbacks because everything gets rebooted nowadays anyway, like Rugrats, uh, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. There's even a giant uh, Legends of the Hidden Temple play area. Play area isn't the right word. Obstacle course, maybe? It's a giant system system that you cr- climb up. If I was braver and I was a kid, I know I'd love it. But it is kind of a small park compared to your average outdoor amusement park. But come on, you have to expect that. I appreciate how many rides they managed to cram in there. During my visit to Nickelodeon Universe, all of the large thrill rides were closed for maintenance. This is more than fine with me because I'm a huge ride wuss. It's bad for you because unfortunately I can't comment on the quality of the roller coasters. But I wouldn't have done it anyway. I could barely handle the Spongebob jellyfish swing. At least they gave me a coupon. Of course Nickelodeon Universe is a great family spot. They have things for children, as well as your average adult or young adult theme park enjoyer. There are also a lot of photo ops, which is nice. They, not only do they have character meetups, which are just people in costumes. Sorry to ruin the magic. But little things set out. Uh, I, the people working there are pretty nice, too. I got someone to take my picture in the Blue's Clues thinking chair. That's another show that's on display and also isn't a throwback, technically, because it's back on the air. Yay! But let's not get into a rant about rebooting old kids' cartoons instead of making new ones. Let's enjoy the previously mentioned SpongeBob Swing. It's one of the biggest rides, and the one big ride I attempted... I found it pretty scary, but I'm a wuss. I preferred the Dora swing. 
I'm trying to remember what rides were actually there. Like I said, there were a couple roller coasters, uh, some themed, some basically just Nickelodeon themed, like a slime coaster. I have no idea if that's really there, but it sounds about right. I wish there were more smaller rides. Like, there was one that I went on that was, like, Spongebob themed, and it was, you get on a bus. Like a Spongebob bus, if you don't watch Spongebob. And, the, you know, it was a smaller ride. It was not quite, like, a the Paw Patrol play area, but it wasn't a giant roller coaster either. And the theming is really nice. My last episode, I talked about the Cartoon Network Hotel, and I'm definitely a Cartoon Network kid. But, you know, I still have a soft spot for Nickelodeon I suppose also. that's all I, I could say about Nickelodeon Universe. Even though it's one of the biggest draws of them all. That and the DreamWorks water park, which unfortunately I've never been to, are definitely the biggest attractions there. Literally, by size. If you look at the park, you can see where those are. They're huge attractions. And they're a lot of fun, really. Uh, I'm sure if I was there with other people, or if I was there with kids or if I was less of a ride wuss, or all of those things, it would have been a great time. Is it worth going out there, driving all the way there, and parking? Not that parking is bad, but obviously. Is it worth it? Um, if you're a big Nickelodeon fan, if you have kids and you're in the area, just go and remember it's a smaller park. Which, again, is fine for what it is. I am so, They really... Like, you look at some rides, and there is some... Tetris going on there. They gotta fit a lot of rides into a small space, and I appreciate it. But I also might choose a different park if I was taking my kids out for a day on the town. Or I don't know what they do. I don't have kids. <laughs> no. I want to leave this review of Nickelodeon Universe on a positive note. It's the best indoor theme park I've ever been to. And I'm not just saying that because I've never been to another indoor theme park. It's really fun. It's really fun. It's expensive. It really is. But uh, if you're willing to swing it, it's a fun place. Uh, and if it wasn't surrounded by other crazy attractions at this super mall, that would definitely make it an even more of a of a marvel. Oh, before I move on from the American, for the from the Nickelodeon universe, another thing that was interesting about it was that the safety checks were really thorough. Like when I was waiting online for that SpongeBob ride, which if you've been to the park at all, you know what I'm talking about because it's a huge jellyfish-shaped swing. I was terrified, but I had to go on it because I figured it was the the safest of the crazy roller coaster rides that were open. Um, but the point of my story is, while I was online, they were checking every bar before every turn. Of course, everything I say about this could be outdated by now. Maybe they changed policies. Maybe they got rid of all the rides. Maybe, well, I know they didn't strip the theming because I could see that much when I went the second time. But when I was there, it all seemed pretty clean, pretty safe, uh, very nice people. And overall, I really want to leave a positive message with some caveats that it's a little small, it's a little expensive. So you are paying a lot for the novelty. I'm not sure I'd go back anytime soon. Maybe if I had someone to, who really wanted to go with me, I'd tag along, but not up by myself. Although some of you may be wondering who would ever go to a theme park by themselves. And speaking of, we could talk about another activity at American Dream Mall that is only fun if you're with someone, and that is Tilt. Tilt is one of those Instagram museums where you go and you observe, ar observe art that's meant for Instagram or other social media, take pictures, basically. Uh, I call them an Instagram museum, 
And I mean things like the Color Factory, the Museum of Ice Cream. I'd actually love to do podcasts about those places because I've been there and they're great, but as you can imagine, it's more of a visual medium than talking about it. But my point is there's one of these places at American Dream, and if I had been with someone who could take photos, it would have been great. So, uh, Tilt is kind of like the Museum of Illusions. You take pictures of these optical illusions. So, for example, you stand in front of this giant painting and hold up your arms, and it looks like you're slaying a dragon or climbing the Statue of Liberty. The woman who sold the tickets, you know, working there, was kind enough to take a few photos for me, but on my own, eh, I was kind of stuck. Still, it was nice to see the art. Um, there were a couple of things that you could exp you know, just enjoy for it. So, again, this is going to be a theme, if you can't tell already. It was really expensive to get in. Definitely not worth it for just one person. But hey, I really love Instagram museums. I would totally go back if I was ever there with someone who wanted to go in there with me and take some pictures. So, let's see. It's, okay, again, this is another theme is that it was kind of small. I mean, it's, it's not the... I don't know how big the real Museum of Illusions is, but the Museum of Ice Cream is a lot bigger, obviously, because it's just devoted to that one thing. It's a nice little mini-museum, a uh, little pricey, but uh, I really like ex exhibits like that, so I'd recommend it if you're willing to swing it. So those were the big stops on my first trip to Nickelodeon Uni For my first trip, they were Nickelodeon Universe and Tilt. The big stops on my second trip were the Sea Life Aquarium and the Dream Wheel Observation Wheel. I had really been wanting to go to an aquarium, and I had been wanting to go back to the American Dream Mall because of the wheel opening, so that's kind of the catalyst for this recent trip, which was only a couple weeks ago, August of 2022. I've been to a few aquariums and malls before, and some of them are a little uh, depressing, because when you're going there, you're going to see a smaller aquarium, Maybe it's more profit-driven than, say, um, what's a good uh, nonprofit? Well, I don't think there's any nonprofit aquariums. You, know, uh, you, you know, hopefully, you've been to an aquarium that's very ethical and they treat their animals well. Maybe they're rescued animals. And I'm not slinging any mud, you know, at the aquariums I've been to. But they looked like the animals weren't in the bestest shape, and that's a little depressing. I mean, I really, I'm not trying to sling mud, really. Maybe they're perfectly fine. Everything's up to snuff, and I was just overreacting. But my point is, I went into this uh, exhibit, Sea Life, it, at Amer sea Life Aquarium at American Dream Mall, a little bit apprehensive, but I think overall, I'm no biologist, but I thought it was fine. I thought it was fun, actually. Again, uh, again it was small, especially for the price, but uh, there were some great tanks there was this one giant tank in the middle that's city-themed, hence the name, uh, well, I guess the name doesn't really give it away, but the theming on the advertising gives it away that it's city-themed. And it's full of fake buildings and coral laden with fish puns. Like, there'll be a sign or a, you know, a billboard for a, a Broadway musical, but instead of cats, it'll be carp or uh, catfish. I'm just pitching here. I have no idea if that's actually in there. The point is, it's really nice. That was my favorite part of the exhibit. But there were others. There were jellyfish there. There's a touch tank. This particular one I'm talking about, the the biggest tank there, you'll see if, if you go there. The big tank that's city-themed uh, gives you a lot of different angles that you could look at. 
including one area where you can sit down and just take it all in. And there's lots of sharks in there, stingrays. It's a really great exhibit. You can walk, there are tunnels you could walk through. It's a, uh, I'd recommend, again, I'm going to say this a million times. I'd recommend it, but it is a little pricey and a little small. So if you're going to the American Dream Mall just to see an aquarium, eh, maybe there are other options. But if you're at the Dream, American Dream Mall, like me, and you've been itching to go to an aquarium this sometime during this summer, I'd give it my stamp, if you don't mind paying the price. What a nice exhibit. The Dream Wheel was more or less the reason I wanted to come back to American Dream Mall. It wasn't open when I came last year. But another reason to come back was the new Toys R Us flagship. Let's get that out of the way. It wasn't as nice as the Times Square Toys R Us flagship, but what is? Nothing. It's a fine two-story toy store with an ice cream parlor and a curly slide that was blocked off while I was there. Not that I would have gone done it anyway, because I'm an adult and a ride wuss. The third reason I wanted to go back was the Oreo Cafe, which was almost directly across the, the way from Toys R Us. Kinda makes the ice cream parlor less of a draw. The wheel is not your average carnival thrill ride, which isn't what I was expecting anyway. It actually moves very slow. I think that when they're running it and they have passengers, they don't stop the ride. Because when I got off, uh, it was still moving very slowly, not in a dangerous way, but they kept the thing moving around. The point is, the Dream Wheel is an observation wheel, not a thrill ride, which is fine. It's fun. As my experience with Nickelodeon Universe shows, I'm not a huge fan of heights. So it was a little bit nerve-wracking. There were some signs saying not to get on the ride if, you know, you'd be afraid, which is a little... But ultimately, of course it was safe. You could see the New York City skyline from a glass bubble raised above a mall. I'm not saying it's the best way to see New York, the New York City skyline, but if you could swing the admission price, there it is again, I would suggest any visitor to the American Dream Mall take a spin on the Dream Wheel. I feel like that's going to be the most iconic aspect of the mall. The ride go takes about 30 minutes and takes you around once. So you get to see the sights at the top, and uh, then you get off, which is pretty fine. I mean, it's a little expensive for that short of a ride. Uh, I wouldn't say it's that short of a ride, but it is expensive. There it is again. Yeah, I really liked... they. Uh, you might get paired with someone else that you don't know. So if you're apprehensive about being in a contained glass bubble with someone you don't know, especially in COVID land, take that into consideration. I was pretty sure that would happen anyway, considering I was a solo rider, so it didn't bother me. And you get to see a lot of the mall, which is, like I said, the biggest parts of the mall that you could see are the water park, the theme park. The skyline is really why you're there, but of course, it's not so close that you're getting the perfect money shot. You're just going to see, I'm just preparing you to see a lot of New Jersey before you see the the skyline. I don't think that's really fair, but the point is, you get a nice view. It's not the best view, but it's nice, and it's a fun ride. It's nice and slow. Uh, the thing is, there might be... I don't know how crowded it gets, because I went there right when it opened, which was at 2 o'clock, I believe, most days. 
So when I went, there wasn't much of a line. I imagine it's a lot more crowded. I should say that I went by myself on a weekday most, both times I was there. So I can't imagine what this place is like when it's crowded or packed or on a holiday weekend. Like the day after Christmas, I couldn't even imagine something like that. Um, I'm trying to think about what to say about parking. It's fine. The first time I was there, I screwed up the parking because they have a specific way of validating it. Like, you have to pay inside and then show the machines out front your ticket. Um, I managed to screw that up. So, But overall, I mean, like I said, when I went, it wasn't that packed. I didn't have problems finding parking. Uh, didn't have trouble remembering where I parked. Always take a picture of where you are. That's a travel hit. But yeah, I guess parking would be a big... No, a big issue with something like this. Um, when I went, it was during the week. I guess I w that's my recommendation, is to go during the week. I don't know what it's like on weekends. I also know that this is pretty... I believe this is pretty close to MetLife Stadium, so you might have some traffic issues there. But I'm just riffing until I get to the la the finale, the greatest part of the American Dream Mall, in my humble opinion. The highlight of both of my trips. It's sugar. It's Sugar is a candy chain that you may have seen pop up in your own neck of the woods. I know my local mall recently, not recently, recently, but uh, way back in the day we had a Dylan's. Now we have an It's Sugar. The, what am I saying? Yeah, the point is it's a brand. It's a chain. It's not anything unique to American Dream Mall. But what is unique is that it's three stories high. And it's a full of art. It's uh, it's not about the candy, but the candy definitely helps. There's lots of photo opportunities with candy mascots, uh, artwork. They have a giant Statue of Liberty made of jelly beans. The whole front is made of a jelly bean mosaic. There's three whole floors. The first ones where you have most of your penny candy. Then you go up and there's still like candy in boxes, but a lot more merchandise. And then the third floor is that Oreo Cafe we already talked about. I didn't end up going there just because it's a dessert place, and I wasn't in the mood for a milkshake. I knew I was going to get lunch later. But yeah, the candy, the candy store, there's places to take pictures. There's uh, all sorts, all variety of candy, anything you could think of. My per I, I am a, I'm a bit of a candy freak, and I'm pretty experienced in the penny candy area. My go-tos are jelly bellies and chocolate-covered gummy bears. And this place had... Milk chocolate-covered gummy bears, white chocolate-covered gummy bears, dark chocolate-covered gummy bears. Everything. Uh, and it was all pretty fresh. I, I can definitely attest to that as someone who ate it. <laughs> yeah, and the people working there were nice. Uh, they encouraged me to fill up my one flat rate box as much as I could. <laughs> they have little things in boxes, collectibles. I actually collect uh, Tokidoki. Uh, that's a brand of little collectibles, and they had a a pretty large Tokidoki uh, section up on the third floor. I would have bought a t-shirt if they had it in my size. But, you know, it's a candy store. It's not a clothes store. So you can't blame them for not being completely stocked all the time. Uh, I'm just reveling in the memories of sugar-washed, colorful, three-story mansion of sugar. It's really, it's really fun. You get a view of the Nickelodeon theme park. It's right across the way. So I guess 
if you're going to Nickelodeon Universe with kids, uh, know that there's a giant candy store right across the way, so that might be a bit of a distraction. You might want to plan for that. But really, it's a fun place. I definitely recommend it. Definitely the highlight of my trips. I mean, I'm not so much of a, of a sugar addict that I'll go to the American Dream Mall just for the candy. I don't know that there's much... We talked about how many different attractions there are. I can only talk about the ones I went to personally. But I'm not sure if there's many of those attractions that I would go to just for that one attraction. You know, I wouldn't say, all right, today I really feel... I told my, my uh, niece or nephew, it's their birthday, I told them I'd take them to an aquarium, I'd take them to a theme park. Where am I going to go? Am I going to go here? Am I going to go there? Or will I just go to the one at the American Dream Mall? There's nothing I would do that I would just go just for that one thing. My suggestion if you're going to the American Dream Mall is to pick one big activity that you want to do and then just enjoy the mall. I mean, if you want to cram, if you want to make the most of your day and you want to take a dip in the DreamWorks water park, then dry off, hit the theme park, play some mini golf and hit the mirror maze, more power to you. But on my first trip, I want, I really went there with the intention of hitting Nickelodeon Universe, then enjoying them all. And when I went back, it was to hit the aquarium and enjoy them all. And also to ride the Ferris wheel, but I knew that wouldn't take all day. <laughs> the very few things there would take all day, because let, let me say it again, the main takeaway is that the American Dream Mall is a lot of a lot of different things you can do, but they're all a little small and a little expensive. So I'm not saying this should be a deterrent because I want to. I I love the American Dream Mall. It's it has novelty to it, you know. It's it's like to, I love tourist I love tourist spots, and you gotta love it. There's a lot of things that are made just for the Instagram of it of it all, and you know some people might not like that. I think that places that cater to, you know, different people's perception of art are are good. Uh, I've, you know, talk about, like, Museum of Ice Cream, Color Factory. I think a lot of that novelty is, that appeal is also at the American Dream Mall. Like, you want to take a picture at the Nickelodeon Universe. But you also want to ride the rides and enjoy the food. And There's a lot, there's a lot to do. It's a little expensive, but overall I'd recommend the American Dream Mall. I, I would go back, because there's still some stuff that I haven't seen, or that hasn't opened yet. At least, that's the plan. Uh, I don't know the specifics of American Dreams Financial, but I definitely feel some pressure to go before... Well, well, it's still there. Let's leave it at that. Something interesting you could find at American Dream Mall in the uh, sugar store is the world's largest candy necklace. It's a mile long or so. It's all wound up. That was another thing someone had to take my picture with. But on to some food with actual nutritional value. Uh, unfortunately, I don't have much to speak about because I'm more inclined to grab a Charlie's cheesesteak, the king of mall food. But like I said, there are a lot of options. One interesting restaurant I did spot on my more recent trip was one that lets you watch the ski slope. Um, so if you're into that, that's something I would check out. Obviously, it's close to the ski slope. And as for stores, in case you forgot that this is supposed to be a mall, the retail at American Dream is fine. I can't imagine going there just to shop. But uh, they are expanding. The first time I went there, there were whole corridors that were blocked off because there just weren't enough stores yet 
to fill them. And now you have a lot more, a lot more upscale. And, you know, you have your mall staples, your Hot Topic, your Bath and Body Works, your Build-A-Bear. And there's a food court, getting back to the food aspect. Basically, the American Dream Mall is a behemoth. And it has a certain kind of novelty value to it. If that novelty sounds like something you'd be interested in and you're in the New York, New Jersey area, give it a try. I, I, I would recommend it. I think it's fun. But if you think the, <laughs> you think it's too small or too expensive for you to enjoy, I'd understand that too, especially if it was crowded, which it wasn't when I went. Another tip. So yeah, if you're planning a trip to American Dream Mall, what, should you, what, should, what do you need to know? Uh, be prepared to walk. Maybe to get a little lost. Not really, though. I mean, once you understand where this is the area where the theme parks are and this is the area where the other attractions are, and these are the store areas, you can get your bearings. At least I did. Oh, I almost forgot. There is one corridor with a pretty nice fountain, which seems like a silly thing to mention because it's a mall. Duh. We all have a fountain we throw coins in. But no, it's really nice. It's like an art exhibit. And there's a whole... A uh, hallway that wasn't there the first time I went, but is there now, where things are a little fancier and they have nicer chairs and a lot of artwork on the walls. That's another thing you can see. What else did you know? I mentioned the candy store thing being close to the uh, candy store and a toy store being close to the major kid friendly exhibits. So <laughs> be prepared for that if you're bringing kids to Nickelodeon Universe or DreamWorks the, uh, Water Park. Uh, something else to know, uh, DreamWorks Water Park, I believe they do sell some things there. Like, I think you can even buy a bathing suit if you're that inclined, so uh, that much is covered. That's something good to know. The main takeaway would be that the things that, the attractions at American Dream Mall, you might be looking on their website and trying to determine if they're the right thing for you to do. Uh, and as long as you keep in mind that, you know, they're a little smaller because they're indoors, they have to fit into a mall, and they're a little expensive, then you'll probably be prepared to make a decision on whether it's worth it or not to go. And overall, I'd say you should go. It's fun. It's a fun place. It has a certain novelty to it. And I would go back. I really, I really enjoyed my time there. I guess that's all I could say about the American Dream Mall. I'm glad I got to go there twice. I'd love to go back someday. Not just for the candy, although it was very fresh, which I appreciated. I thought talking about my trips out to the American Dream Mall would be a good fit for this podcast because it, going there really is like a trip, you know? You have to plan out what you're going to do there. For me, it takes about an hour to get there. And it does take some effort, you know? It's not just your local mall that you can pop in. And, but at the same time, it does have the same uh, glamour as a trip. You know, you're going somewhere new. You're going to experience some fun things, depending on what you want to do. And yeah. Uh, it was a great trip. Definitely a good day. A good day trip out to the American Dream Mall. I'd recommend it. But again, remember, it might be smaller than you think and more expensive. So I guess that's the end of my thoughts on the American Dream Mall. Go out and see it while it's still open. And I hope... <laughs> not, I hope it doesn't close or anything. Uh, I hope it continues to grow as it plans to do. But I guess that's all I can say for now. So thank you so much for listening to me ramble about the American Dream Mall in East Rutherford, New Jersey. And thank you for listening to another episode of Gabby's Travels. I've been your host, and happy travels!